0: Welcome to the Claire Quake podcast. My name is Claire. I am a life coach, nutritionist, wellness expert, and self-care advocate. I am here to help you regain control, find clarity, set goals, and create a life of balance, positivity, empowerment, and happiness. Think of this podcast as a place to come back to when you want practical tips, inspiration, and motivation to take action. Armed with a few f bombs and my French accent, I'll do my best to make sure you feel inspired, motivated, and rejuvenated. Are you ready to transform your life? Let's embark on this journey together. Hello, and welcome to episode four of the podcast. Oh my god, it's been four weeks already. It's been so, it's been going so fast. Again, thank you so much to all of you who are messaging me, emailing me, uh, bumping into me in my life and telling me how much you appreciate the podcast. That is just more than I can ask for. I'm just so grateful to all of you for, for, for listening and for telling me that you're enjoying it. So thank you so much. So today we are, I'm going to get a little bit personal. I'm going to talk about something that has happened to me and is happening to me. So the title of the podcast is When work-life balance goes to shit. And this is basically what happened to me in the last few weeks. So I'm gonna get personal, I'm gonna share a little bit more about this, and then I'm gonna tell you what I'm doing to make it better, to hopefully, first show you what uh, what happened with work-life balance and how you can address it if sometimes it goes to shit, and that's fine. So I'm probably going to swear a little bit in this podcast. So if you have kids around, maybe put some headphones. So first of all, I want to clarify what we talk about when we talk about work-life balance. So I found a very good definition of work-life balance and in the, on the Mental Health Foundation website. And it said that it's basically doing the work you have to do. So meeting your deadline and your responsibilities at work, while still having time for friends, hobbies. Having enough time for self care, so sleeping enough, eating well, and being active, and not worrying about work when you're at home. And that's basically what it is. I don't think it's about having a 50 50 um, break of your time between work and what we're gonna call life. It's really about being able to put energy and time into your work and doing your job, and also. Putting the same, uh, putting also time and energy into being with your friends, your loved ones, and pursuing um, personal interests and hobbies. But I don't think it has to be 50 50. I personally think that would be pretty much inachievable or unsustainable long time. It's about having a balance that is okay for you. And as we're going to talk about it in, in a minute, that can look very different. So, what happens when you don't have work life balance? So if you have a prolonged uh, period without having this balance, it can really lead to fatigue and stress and to some other physical or mental health uh, problems issues. So it's really important to be well and to feel well, to kind of work out this balance for yourself and maintaining it. So this is where I get personal. So my work-life balance, I'm going to be completely honest with you, has been completely shared in May. So a little bit of background so i have um, a full-time job and in my full-time job i have very very busy month and then some months that are okay and some months that are pretty chilled the very very busy month is usually april may and june and september but april may june is usually super busy for me at work so usually uh, in these three months work will take priority i'll spend just more time working and i don't have a choice and it's like this and i don't mind because then i know that july august is going to be a lot more chilled and the beginning of the year is um is is normal so that's fine so i'm quite happy uh having busier month and then months that are more chilled so i know april may june is very busy so on the business uh, at the beginning of this year my personal life was really busy so the business took the coaching business i mean Took a step back, so I did the very minimum uh, I could I could get away with. So I did have clients to coach, but it was really it was really not a priority, and I didn't do much. So when May came around, uh, maybe even April May, and I was a bit more okay, you know, life has settled down, and I'm really keen to get back into coaching and onboarding new clients and you know doing more. So I was like, okay, let let's do it, let's get it started. So I, April, May, really decided to, to work a lot more in the business. As you know, I, start, I decided to do this podcast beginning of May and I had in my head that in three to four weeks. The first episode will be launched and it, I'm just going to get it done. Looking bad at it, that was a very fucking stupid idea of me to start a podcast and go like really head down into the business on my busiest month of the year in my nine to five. That wasn't a clever decision. That that really wasn't thought through. I was just like, let's fucking do it. And looking back, I'm like, this was so stupid. So yeah, that wasn't the wisest decision. And yeah, I probably won't do that again. I, I guess I really have to, because I have the business and the full-time job, I really have to make it work for myself and and balance both. And I shouldn't take like new project while my nine to five is very busy. So that is definitely a lesson learned. So basically what happened, because I had this um, very great stupid idea, I ended up working about 60 hours a week for the whole month of May. And 60 hours a week of work is heavy. It's a lot. So I was working a lot. However, I still had time to see friends. So I was making a point of seeing a friend at least uh, every weekend to have time with my husband, I still went to the gym three times a week, I still walked the dog for 45 minutes to an hour most days. I still had time to read. I still you know, I still had time to for like my basic self-care and uh, my lifestyle basically. Although I know I was really, really busy with work and my head was like very busy, I didn't feel unbalanced. I feel like I was dealing very well. Because work was so busy, the business was obviously lots to do and my head was like bubbling with ideas. I was looking at onboarding new clients. So I had a lot, a lot, a lot going on. But I still had time to go to the gym. I didn't sacrifice my fitness or I didn't. And even at the gym, I was lifting heavier. I had a few PBs in in May. So which tells me that my body was kind of like primed to, was in a good position. In a good state to be able to do PBs. Otherwise, if I would have been uh, very tired or anything, I, I couldn't have done that. But I was really smashing my workout as well. I was seeing friends. I was doing it all, and I was quite happy. I was like, you know what? I'm doing really well, really good. And then, then everything goes to shit. Then, <laughs> then I, um, I went to a friend. We had a meeting with a friend. Uh, we stayed quite late. And then. The day after, I started having a lot of pain in my uh, in my gums. It's kind of like my gums, my, my gums or my soft tissue in, in my mouth, and it was really painful. And I couldn't really see what it was, but it was really really painful. And I had an appointment with my dentist two days after. So I thought, you know what? If he's not good by then, he'll probably tell me uh, what's up. So I thought I I go to the dentist and I show her my my gums and you know what, it's really, really painful, like when I eat, when I drink, when I talk. And she looked and she asked me, have you been very stressed lately? And I'm like, stressed? No, I haven't been stressed. Like I've been busy, but you know what? I've been handling it so well. Like usually if I get really overwhelmed and busy and and fatigued for a long time, I have a cold sore on my lip and I haven't had a cold sore. So... I'm like, I'm actually surprised because I was expecting, you know, working 60 hours a week for, for so many weeks in a row. I really thought, like, my body wouldn't be able to take it. But actually, I'm taking it very well and I'm doing so well. And she looked at me and she smiled and she's like, yeah. So you might not have a cold sore, but you have ulcers uh, on, your, on your gums and on your soft tissue. And you have about 20 of them. You have 120 ulcers lesion in your mouth, so only on my bottom jaw and soft tissue. And she said that's typically an immune system response. And she actually got another dentist to just double check because it's it it's a lot. So she just wanted to have another dentist to also have a look and see if that was indeed just what it was. And both of them agreed, and the same, the other dentist came and he was like, Have you been really busy or like very stressed or very fatigued? And I'm like, Well, I didn't think so. But clearly, your colleagues think I have, and my mouth thinks I have. So, yeah, so basically, when I thought I was handling it, and you know, I was also busy smashing it everywhere, like performing well at work, doing cool business stuff, launching a podcast smashing it at the gym seeing friends having time with my husband walking the dog like doing it all and i thought i was i honestly thought guys i honestly thought i was nailing it i remember telling my husband you know what i didn't think i would be handling all these things so well but i'm smashing it i really wasn't like my body my nervous system was really not where it should be My immune system suffered and as a result i had 20 ulcers in my mouth and it's very painful it was very very painful and i didn't even realize when you get so when you get stressed and tired it really affects obviously your nervous system and it can really affect your immune system and the thing is i just didn't realize thinking about it i if, if I'm looking back now to, to last month and I think about it, uh, first, it's is, 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 is fucking common sense. If you work 60 hours a week for a month, what kind of superhero do I think I am to think that everything's going to be fine and my body's going to respond fine, you know? That is a little bit, I think, maybe arrogant of me to think. If you work that much, and especially going from not working that much to basically doubled my working hours over a week, That that was very stupid of me. And uh, if I had a little bit of common sense, I would have realized that it was probably not a great idea. Then I—I I, I know I had—I didn't—I wouldn't say I had problems switching off because I'm quite good at switching off. But I was just constantly, you know, I had ideas coming on constantly, constantly, constantly. So I was really hyper. Like my brain was—I felt like I had ADHD, and I do not have ADHD. But I did feel like I had an ADHD brain. And that should have told me you're doing too much, because usually it happens when I have too much and that just my brain just going overdrive. So yeah, that that should have been an indication for me to take note of. But yeah, I didn't. And the, the reason for that as well is that you know work-life balance looks different for everybody. And my work-life balance looks different than probably your work-life balance and my colleagues' work-life balance and my friend's work-life balance. So obviously I have a full-time job, I'm coaching clients, I'm trying to develop my network as a coach, and I'm also trying to grow my visibility and my business as a coach. If you have a side hustle and a full-time job, when something's gonna give in, because you're gonna have to give time to both, you're gonna have to give energy to both, and obviously you are gonna have to make some sacrifices and for me i sacrifice part of my um, social life and i don't really mind so i know i have my full-time job which obviously i show up to i have the business the the coaching um, practice that i'm doing i would not compromise on going to the gym and you know my lifestyle and having time with my husband and all of this is what i will put under lifestyle however i will compromise on maybe social events I won't go to as many social events I won't see as many friends but that is because it's a choice tro- it's a trade-off uh, I decided to make so if you if you do have big projects and a full-time job you're gonna have to have trade-offs you're gonna have to you know something's gonna have to give in so I don't really mind and because I found the coaching so fulfilling and so rewarding it's really like a big personal interest of mine so it's a bit I wouldn't say a hobby because it still work but I love it, so I don't feel like it's work as you know, recording this podcast is not like doing a report and analyzing data for my for my nine to five job. So my work-life balance is different. And I know when my full-time uh, job is busy, then work-life balance where well, I'm gonna see a bit less friends, I'm gonna have a bit less chill time. And when the, when I'm coaching a lot, I know that it's it, it the same. Something else on my personal life gonna have to give in. So I'm generally, I have a work-life balance in the sense that I'm happy with how everything goes together and I can see friends, I can, I practice self-care, I I have personal interests, I can still pursue. But yeah, it's, it's definitely not a 50-50 for me. So it's maybe more difficult for me to realize when things go too far on the work side, because it's usually the balance is if you put like the business and the nine to five, then is probably more like an eighty twenty kind of thing, or maybe It thirty. It is not a fifty fifty. So indeed, when my when work gets too much, I struggle a bit more to identify it. If you have a nine to five, and you have your nine to five, and then your your personal life, then you can identify when things go out of balance maybe a bit easier. So that's basically what happened to me in like May. And that's also why last week, I don't know if you can hear it when I recorded the podcast, but I really struggled to speak because I still have these ulcers, so I have less now. But basically they just don't go in in a day. They can take two weeks to disappear and the dentist even told me that they're gonna disappear and some might come out, so I might still have it for like a month. Uh, Apparently I shouldn't have one that stay more than two weeks but they can be there for two weeks or come and go. So it is quite painful. It's better today, but last week I know when I was recording the podcast, I really struggled to speak. So I don't know if uh, you could hear it. That's also why I haven't shown my face so much on Instagram and social media to talk because it's just painful. Sorry if last week I sounded a bit weird when I spoke and even if today you might feel like I sound a bit weird, it's just because it's a little bit painful so that's what happened so then what did i do so this section i'm gonna tell you what i've done to kind of address this shitshow of um a a chaos work-life balance i put myself in i'm aware that what i'm gonna say is going to be very type a so if you're not a type a personality you might just think i'm fucking crazy you might think it's hell and you might be like there's no way i'm ever gonna do that if you are a type A person, you're probably going to be loving it. Either way, I think you should be able to pick up like the strategy and the thinking and the mindset behind what I've been doing and what I'm doing and that might that's probably going to help you anyway to just understand a bit better how you can get organized uh, in your life to make sure you can maintain a work-life balance. So I literally just sat down, I made a tea and um, I sat down, I took a piece of paper, I took my calendar and I, start, I started getting organized. So first I was like, right, what do I have to do? What is the thing in my week that I actually have to do? Not that I should, I should do or I need to do, but the thing I really have to do. And to my surprise, there's only four things that I actually have to do. And that was quite freeing to see that I don't actually have to do these 20 million things on my to-do list and my calendar, I actually have to do only four. And these four are going to work. I'm an employee, I have a nine to five job, I have to show up. I have to go food shopping once a week because if I don't go food shopping, then we have no food and we can't eat. I have to meal prep, so I have to prep the food I buy so we can eat. And I have to clean the house because otherwise the house is minging, we have three pets so i have to clean the house and apart from that there is nothing else that i actually have to do every other things i can choose to do i might need to do but it's not like i have to do them if in the week i i only decided to do what is purely extremely essential it will only be these four things then i look at what i need to do and what i want to do as my lifestyle and that was um exercise and spending time with my husband. So what I need to do and want to do um, as a lifestyle lifestyle choices is going to CrossFit a few times a week, doing Pilates a couple of times a week, doing yoga once a week, taking the dog for an hour walk at least four times a week, and then having a day off with my husband or at least like the the best part of a day. And then I don't want to work after 7.30 in the evening. So i don't mind starting work early like i really don't mind starting work at 7am because i'm awake I'm, I'm, I'm up usually quite early and i'm more efficient in the morning however working late at night when my husband is here i don't really like it so i look at the time commitment of this oh yeah i should have said that before when i had what i had to do i look at the time commitment of this and i put it in my calendar so i block the time where i have to work because there is not much flexibility there then i block the time where i think it's a good time for me to go food shopping or where i normally go food shopping i also block the time of when i usually clean the house and when i do like I, I kind of clean every day but i do like a bigger clean once a week and usually more or less at the same time so i block that as well and then the same for meal prep i usually meal prep for a couple of hours on sunday so i block that as well Then I looked at, okay, I want to go to CrossFit, maybe three times a week. I want to go Pilates twice, I want to do yoga once. And I want to walk the dog for like, at least four hours a week. So where does that fit in in my calendar? So then I put that in as well. I block the time, okay, I don't want to work after this time and I don't want to work maybe on Sunday because I want to be with my husband. So I already in the lifestyle essentials, I put some downtime, which I did not do in May. And then I looked at obviously I have the business and that is a difficult one because if I look at everything I want to do well I need 35-40 hours a week which I I, I don't have so then I look at okay how many hours do I have left that I want to put in this and how many things do I need to do and can I quantify the number of hours I would need for all the things and obviously I, I needed more hours than I had so here again I had to decide okay, I'm going to have to make trade off I only want to do that many hours on the business because I want to be able to keep my lifestyle section as I decided I want it to be. So I need to to work on, okay, maybe I need to rearrange things. So the business is going to be everything from um, seeing clients, so coaching clients, preparing content for the podcast, for social media, creating workbooks, and then... Keep developing some skills and learning a bit more about, you know, having a business and managing a business. And I have to take this into consideration as well as the same as my personal, the, the lifestyle section where I'm also going to put there seeing friends and things. When can I do all of this? So obviously going to CrossFit is going to be at a very specific time. Doing yoga at home is going to be a lot more flexible. Seeing friends, well, that is usually organized in advance, but it's usually going to be evening and weekend so I'm gonna save some times here as well. So I basically took my calendar and I fill it with all of this, making sure I protect this lifestyle section, which are completely ignored in May. And by doing this I have now a very full and very organized, a very tab A kind of calendar, but it is for me a way to protect my work-life balance because I know that, okay, Thursday or Tuesday, I'm usually going to have a longer working day, but I know that Sunday I'm not working at all And I can then see when I'm gonna to be to be when I'm gonna to have to be working and when I can have this downtime and I can make sure that there is a balance there and there is It kind of goes together and it's not gonna go it's not gonna to tip too much on the work side because I'm protecting the lifestyle and rest that I need and that I ignored before and that kind of helped me first in my head I found it very freeing because it's all done and there is no chaos it's organized and I know I know I can do everything I need and want to do because everything is in the calendar and that really put me put my mind at rest because I know I have time to just chill and spend time with my husband and i don't know go kayaking if i want to and just watch tv but i also have time to show up at my nine to five and i have time to coach clients and you know when you think about um getting organized and getting kind of like into a routine it's really good for many reasons first because it's going to free your mind of knowing that everything can be handled and you can handle everything you want and need to do and that brings some kind of safety and steadiness to your subconscious mind, and that really helps with uh, regulating your nervous system. Also, having routines and having pattern help self-regulate the the fact of being in flow. You know, when you are in flow, when you are working on something and you're just being super efficient and super into it, and you know, you really it kind of get easier, like the work thing gets easier because you're really into it. That's what we call being in flow. And when you know, like, for instance, I know I record this podcast every Saturday morning. And the first couple of times, it was quite hard to be like, okay, I need to be in a podcast recording kind of mood. But now it's been four weeks and it's a lot easier today. I'm like, right, that's what I do now. And my brain knows that's what I do. My body knows that's what I do. I stand up there in front of the mic and I record. So it really helps Getting having this pattern and routine in your your calendar really helps you being in flow and then being more efficient and then managing your time better and having more time to then like spending less time at the task and having more time to do other things. And the last thing is having all this organized and having this routine and pattern I'm creating for myself and this calendar I'm creating for myself it kind of reaffirms the decision I'm making and the lifestyle I'm choosing. So I'm choosing... To prioritize my physical health and my mental health and my my connection with friends and and my husband and doing all of this, I'm also equally prioritizing showing up to work and 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 doing my coaching. So all of this is has allocated times in my calendar, they're all as important. So I might have work, you know, big chunk of work day for the 9 to 5 and then smaller chunk every day and then for the rest. It's obviously going to be less uh, concentrated, let's say. Obviously I spend more time in the 9 to 5 than the rest, but everything is as important and all of it has its place on the calendar and none of it is just going to be like chucked away from the calendar. It's all in there and it's all in there because it's a conscious decision I'm making that is a life I want to live now and it's there and it is established. And so it kind of reinforces the lifestyle choices I'm making and I'm aware that this is what I'm going to be doing for the next few weeks, but it might change, you know, I might find that maybe and I'm actually going to try to batch record a few podcast episodes to free my weekend a little bit so that I can maybe edit during the week and I don't spend the whole of Saturday on podcast recording and editing. So that was kind of the story of what happened to me and how my work-life balance went to shit and how I put it back into balance. So a few takeaway for you uh, to take here. The first one is sometimes your work-life balance is going to go to shit and that's fine. Sometimes it's all going to be messed up. Sometimes you're not going to have a work-life balance. And you know, if it's temporary, I really think it's okay. I think that. Thinking every day, every week are gonna be super balanced is really not realistic. We do not live a life where everything can be so perfect all the time. So it's normal that some days are gonna be some weeks, even some months, you know if you have a job or if you have kids where well, sometimes one of them gonna take priority. So it's normal. so you know if if you are into this period, give yourself some slack. it's fine that things are a bit messed up sometimes and a bit less in balance what is important is that you can notice when things get out of balance that you have enough awareness of your mental health and your physical health to be like that is a red flag that is a sign that i should be doing something different and that something isn't working so for me like the big warning sign were obviously all these ulcers in my mouth but i wish i took more time to to notice other signs, so maybe the fact that I was so fucking hyper the whole month of May should have definitely been a red flag that I needed to to step down a bit and and to calm down. But I didn't really... I I misunderstood it for I'm being so super productive instead of I'm being really uh, like ADHD tendency kind of thing and this is not normal. So yeah, so really developing this uh, awareness, body awareness, mental health awareness so when you, you live your life, you can identify when things are not as good as they could be and you know when you have to reassess and reevaluate. And then obviously when you look at all of this and you reassess and you reevaluate, and you realize that, okay, things are going to shit, this is not balanced, this is not okay, this is not going well then it's really your responsibility to sit down with yourself and say okay how am i gonna fix it you have to take control you have to create some order to get yourself back to where you want to be it's one thing to know okay this has gone way out of hand this is not how i want it to be this is not how i want it to feel but it's another thing to say okay let's fix it and then you have to really like literally sit down piece of paper pen and fix it, look at it, put everything down and look at how you can make it better and how you can, you know, kind of like reorganize and bring some more peace and order and harmony into your life. And that is really something you have to do for yourself. If you're someone who always like, it's too much, I I can't handle it and my head is everywhere, I'm everywhere and I just like, I'm struggling and I'm just keep pushing, pushing, pushing. Well, the hard truth is that no one's going to come to save you. It's going to be your job to say, okay, stop. I'm going to stop right now. I'm going to reassess everything. I'm going to start. I'm going to reset. And I'm going to start again in a way that is more aligned with how I want to feel and how I want to live. If you keep going and saying, it's too much, it's too much, I can not handle it. And you are not doing this work of basically taking control again and just... Creating, We just come back to what I always talk about, you know, creating the life that you want. If you don't take this time to stop and take control and then recreate and redesign this life that you want, no one is going to do it for you. So it's really your, your responsibility to do this. And it's super empowering when you do it because you're like, yeah, I actually have control over, over this. And I can actually change all of this if I want to. And you can do it as well. So... Yeah, I, f- I find the exercise very empowering and I find it very freeing because then you realize that everything you want you can actually do and it's just a question of not being um, taken away with the chaos but kind of taking control, really looking at where is your time and energy going and where you want it to go and then make sure that it's aligned. So that was the story for today. I hope you enjoyed this little bit of um, yeah, personal experience, a personal story that I'm sharing. Uh, let me know what you think of this podcast. As usual, you know, I love having all your messages and uh, emails and everything. If you enjoy this podcast and you think it's going to be useful to your friends and family, so please do share it, put it on Instagram, you know, share it on social media and tag me so I can say thank you Uh, personally and as usual if you want to go deeper into the whole wellness and self-care and really nurturing your well-being join us in your oasis of wellness facebook group i put the link in the show notes. it's my free facebook group where i share a lot more about wellness and self-care and how you can nurture yourself On that note, I wish you a lovely end of your day, and I see you next week for the next episode. Bye.